0: From the fountain of knowledge, there's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional (laughs) shit. Wake up, Aaron.
1: This is only the beginning.
0: Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Yeah, welcome back, guys. Uh, super excited for today's show! Thank you all for tuning in, Tim Fall Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. All right. Uh, joining me, as always, my partner in crime. Uh, I love him. I'm happy he's on the show. He's one of the only same people I've ever worked with. Uh, I'm super uh, appreciative of him. The one, the only, Xavier Guerrero, XG, the place to be. What's up, dude? Not on. A- you got to burn some people. Okay, sometimes, hey, dude, sometimes you got to burn the fucking bridges because it's the light back to where you came from. Um, Guys, shout out to all the people who Listen, All the kind words. All the fans. Shout out to all the haters, too. I love you all. I appreciate everything you do. You let me know we're doing wonderful work here. And again, I just want everybody to know something about the show before we get into it. It is just the training wheels of conspiracy. I want people to watch this who are kind of white belts, green belts, whatever. Watch it, and if you like it, go do some deep dives. Our guest that's on today, he's wonderful at it. There's a bunch of people who do some deep dives into all this stuff. This is meant to get you a little hooked, get you a little taste of it, and then you go find it, man. It's all love, dog. It's all love man i want to thank everybody at indianapolis everybody at uh st louis at the heliums thank you for coming out we uh packed them out late show friday really early show saturday both shows were amazing. To the, to the lady who came with the earth is make earth flat again hat, God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> you got me in a ton of trouble. But besides that, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody who came out, all the guys who bought shirts, all the smoke shows who come. I started realizing something. You know, if you look at our demographics, it's like 80% guys, 20% women. And I realized that most of the women who listen to this listen through with their boyfriend. Oh, yeah, so it's, definitely. So it's way bigger numbers. Oh, yeah. Way bigger numbers.
1: Hot girls, though.
0: Yeah, all smoke shows. I don't know why but, they like to the show. I'll tell
1: you why. Because all those guys are from uh, MMA and shit. Yeah. So they're all like... Following uh, Eddie. out. Yeah, yeah, and the girlfriends come through. No, they're, like they're
0: looking good. We got some more dates coming up for you. We're super excited about all of it, man. What a time to be alive. Guys, this week... Uh, tomorrow night, uh, when did this come out? This comes out Thursday. Okay. So uh, coming up is B- uh, Bakersfield on August 17th. We are live at Brooklyn's, everybody. That's right. Tim Foy at Comedy Night. Eddie Bravo, Xavier Guerrero, <laughs> and myself will be live at Brooklyn's. Come get weird. It's going to be a packed show. Yes, I'm playing a barbecue place. Yes, I'm living the high life. Okay. That is good. After that, where else we got? Man, we got shows coming. You After that, we got uh Washington DC. Myself, Tim Dillon, and I'm gonna try to get Xavier Guerrero out. I gotta oh, buy shit. buy those tickets now. We will be at Washington DC. Uh myself and Tim Dillon. Go grab those tickets. We're at the DC Improv. Then we're at San Francisco. Uh, September 13th, Cobbs. That will pack out. Grab your tickets now. Those tickets are available. And we're proud to announce that uh, September 20th, Tim 4 hack Comedy Night will be live in Austin. Joining us on that show, our good friend, Tony Hinchcliffe. So be that dude, Xavier Grail, myself, Eddie Bravo, oh, and Tony Hinchcliffe live. The golden Pony. The Golden Pony will be joining us live here in this. Guys, if you're listening to this, I'm... Um YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell so you get a notification. They will not notify you, but I just want you (laughs) to know that that is the big conspiracy. YouTube will not notify you about my shows, so you have to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button, okay? You want to support the show? Go to tinfallhattshirts.com. We have t-shirts up everywhere. This shirt should be up very soon. Bam! People love that one. That shit's dope oh that is Ooh. dope so that should be up very soon we have more and more of course the classic we have is uh alien shot jfk go check that out the patreon is rocking go to patreon.com backslash hat and grab all uh help support i am putting more and more content up there every day i'm usually doing about three hours worth of content every week that is only for five dollars what else we got Oh, my Ooh. special, everybody. You can see both my specials for tr- free. Just go to com and both of them right there. Watch them for free. Let's say you want to bo- uh, buy the album, support the show. It's now available. Just put in Sam Tripoli live at the Viper Room, and you can purchase the album or live stream it. on uh, YouTube. And Pandora. Pandora, Pandora has it too. Spotify, it's, everywhere. Everybody. it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's an hour and a half almost of power crushing it in today's episode i'm super excited to have our guests on You forgot got manscape well that's what i'm about to do that's what i'm about to do dude this uh i want this show is brought to you by our good friends at manscape thank you manscape for, for supporting tinfoil hat manscape who's the number one men's below the belt grooming manscape offers different pre- precision engineering tools for your family jewels I use it, dude. I'm Armenian. You know I'm going down there doing some weed whacking, brother. If if XG wasn't uncomfortable with uh, homosexuality, I would be showing him the Decepticon logo. I have a bunch my junk right now. Because I want these chicks to realize there's more than meets the eye. Okay? Uh. I, hey, dude. I do my stuff down here. I trim it up. And then I go to my face. Okay? You're not yeah. supposed to do that. Why? You're supposed to use a different blade... F- than you're using for your balls. really yeah. Well, that's how you do it. Armenians. Do we do what we got to no, do to survive? I'm no. I, even though I'm first world, I have a third world immigrant mentality, and I'll clean that up too. My girlfriend does it, my back. I shave. I live the life, dude. I love it. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They're the lawnmower 2.0 has uh, skin-safe technology, so the trimming won't. Nick, nag, snag, your nuts, okay? Manscaped, these accidents are finally a thing of the past, okay? And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use on your balls. That's yeah. nasty. You're right, Manscaped. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. But I am nasty because you know what? My name is Miss Jackson. That's how nasty I am. <laughs> so just, guys, uh, our friends at Manscaped, have, uh, they're going to be a big part of it, a big part of the Tinfoil Hat Show. Without them, this is impossible. So why don't you guys go to manscaped.com. And use the promo code TINFOILHAT, one word, and you'll get 20% off plus free shipping. How cool is that? Do you got a Manscaped yet? Yeah, of course. Dude, look at you, dude. Look at that No, but you see that? Yeah. That's like for when you shave your balls. It's like a little mat, so you can just throw it away. Dude, I love that there's science on cleaning up your nuts. I love that, Yeah, leave no mess. Yeah, get 20% off, free shipping. Use promo code TINFOILHAT at Manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping clean those things dude clean your clean your jewels the ladies appreciate it. if you want them to go down there and work it let, they don't want to go on a safari no nah. they want a nice clean tropical island and that's how we a do palm it Palm tree yeah they want a, palm, they want a tree. palm tree not a jungle think about the ladies guys that's our read and <laughs> i'm sure our guests <laughs> loved it um i'm very excited about having on our next guest what time was that at Oh, man, I'm going to take a beating on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, joining us, uh, I guess, he is a—he's uh, one of the best to do it. His research is solid. He's controversial. He's not afraid to talk some smock. Please welcome Jans Irving to the show, everybody. Jans, how are you, dude? How are you?
1: Good. Thanks for having me, guys. Dude, do you want some Manscaped, brother? Uh, go ahead and send me some, dude.
0: Dude, we're going to set you. I might do that because you're nice enough to come on the show. <laughs> I appreciate you.
1: Uh, tell hey, us a- you know, I got a question, though, before we start. Where did the term tinfoil hat originate?
0: Well, you know, it's so funny when I uh, so I had this show that I did on this feed before it. And it was called the International Bad Boys Hour. And me and the co-host, who we're, we're really good friends now, but we had a big falling out. And so right around them was like the whole Clinton hijacking the primary from Bernie Sanders. And I was watching all these guys talking about it. And I always have been in the conspiracies my whole life. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to talk about it. I'd like to talk about it. So I go, what would be a cool name? And I said, you know, what is the one name that is so super duper, demonized. What What term, what name? And I go, tinfoil hat. I go, I want to be the NWA of conspiracy podcasts. I want to be niggers with attitude. You know what I'm saying? So I go, okay, I'm going to take tinfoil hat and I'm going to own that shit. And that's where I got tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli. And that's where the name comes from. I just say, what. my whole goal in life is when you Google tinfoil hat, my podcast comes up first and then everything lasts. So we own the name. So that's kind of where it's from.
1: Well, originally, it was uh, coined by Sir Julian Huxley, the eugenicist. Oh, no! In, in an article called uh, The Tissue Culture King. And, of course, his brother, Aldous Huxley, was the uh, leader behind the CIA's uh, oh, MK, MK Ultra program. Oh,
0: you are good, dude. You bring it right back around. I like <laughs> that, dude. I like that. So,
1: yeah, you know, here's here's the quote where it originates from, and it's again, it's out of an article. I I had to go to Princeton to actually pull the article, but you know, he was a serious eugenicist. He, he and and and, and Aldous Huxley really promoted all of the sex, drugs, and rock and roll to get the kids and youth caught up into the '60s counterculture movement. The MK Ultra program was headed by Aldous and Julian Huxley, and uh, so the quote is: "The readers will perhaps." Ask how ourselves expected to escape from the clutches of the superconsciousness we had created. Well, we had discovered that metal was relatively impervious to the telepathic effect and had prepared for ourselves a sort of tin pulpit behind which we could stand while conducting experiments. This, combined with caps of metal foil, enormously reduced the effects on ourselves. We had not informed Bugala of this property of metal, so that, folks is the very first origin of the concept of a tinfoil hat.
0: Man, you are wonderful. I love that, dude. That was great. Thank you, dude. That was hilarious. (laughs) That's great. So, dude, this is you, man. I love your research. I love what you do. I love that. I'm going to keep the name. Uh, I'm gonna keep the name. I hope to Yeah, say- you know
1: when, you, when when you go when you're up there with Eddie Bravo in Bakersfield, say hi for me. I used to hang out with that guy.
0: Oh, oh, oh we'd love to have you back. Why can't you come back and hang out?
1: <laughs> well, I'm not. I don't know if I want to drive three hours to Bakersfield. You know?
0: uh, okay, I respect that. But anytime you're in L.A., come hang out, dude. Come hang out. So I think this is a wonderful time to have you on, uh, I, especially now with like this 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 kind of week. Now, do you consider yourself a conspiracy theorist or what would you call what would you well, yeah I'm a, a I'm a
1: forensic researcher I don't deal oh, I with that. theories I go into university archives I pull the factual documentation i you know we've we've been able to to back up our research for a decade on on all of this stuff you know uh that's what i do i I try not to promote anything that I haven't proved so i love it
0: i love it so as we get through this week that we've seen this kind of week where we talked about on the show uh that there uh, that there would come a day where it's like it's like uh, there's two kind of perceptions of realities you know and uh this this we have this thing with this jeffrey epstein mysteriously suiciding you know getting <laughs> committing suicide and then a lot of people getting red pilled but leading up to that was a seri- suicide air yeah, quotes yeah air quotes <laughs> where we
1: are uh, where we have ha- just happens to shut down half of the clinton investigation right right because, uh,
0: right 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 you know but as the, we kind of saw a tick for tack Of what is being presented as Trump versus Clinton. It's tick for tack. Uh, You know, uh, he gets arrested. There's some shootings going on. Uh, they release documents. Uh, Epstein kills himself. Uh, but the big thing we were talking about was the shooters and these uh, false flags and, and everything that kind of comes out that these these kids kind of have this look on their face like, what just happened? What, what did I do? I don't know. They always have that same blank stare and immediately people well, come sure. On, yeah, you know, there's, ultra- there's
1: a, uh, a paid hate group of Hollywood actors called the uh, GDL or Goyam Defense League. And they go around and they spread all this hate and they encourage these shootings. And they're uh, funded financially by uh, a guy who happens to be running for president right now from the research that we've done. And in my opinion, uh, Tom Steyer is uh, behind that. And he funds a group called Next Gen America that, uh, you know, and one of his, uh, former employees who works directly with, uh, these GDL people, Samaria Salazar, uh, they go around and they recruit actors to go all over the inter- internet and spread hate speech to encourage these shootings. And the goal is to get rid of the, the second amendment, uh, to shut down free Thank speech you. and, you know, and in the long run, and this may see the farthest out there, but, uh, when you get into it uh, enough, you'll realize it. But, uh, the goal is to make us weak enough for Islamic takeover.
0: Why Islamic takeover?
1: Well, because, you know, when, when you get deep into the occultist research, John Brennan was uh, Islamic, the former head of the CIA, Obama, lots of Islamic connections. But uh, the occult, the history of Hassani, Sabah, uh, uh, the, the, the occultists, I'm getting some weird feedback the the occultists and whatnot—they all tie into Islam, and uh there's been this this creep of islamicism into Europe. It's been uh, happening here in the U.S. They want everybody solely blaming the Jews and and looking at the scapegoat over here, while not paying attention to the guys knocking on the back door and coming over the wall. You know,
0: I, I couldn't agree more. I think you know John Brennan. The whole thing is that. There was always this notion, like, "Oh, John Brennan is a Muslim, and why?" And I, I'm sure I'll be corrected if I'm wrong, but well,
1: he 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 factually is. In fact, you can find talks of him speaking Arabic online, and then he was at the Hajj in in Mecca. Yep. And yep. Uh, and of course, all around the city of Mecca is posted uh, Muslims only. So, um, you know, how was he there unless? Wasn't there a notion Muslim. that
0: the uh, royal families allowed, like, a couple guests, non-Muslims in, and that's kind of where they hatched
1: 9-11? Uh, the, the head of the CIA, and he speaks fluent Arabic, I don't, you know. I okay. think he's, he's been in with the, the club for a long time, you know. And when you start to see the the agenda, uh, it you know, it, it connects in too many different directions.
0: So we got this whole thing with these shootings, and people can't come to grips with the thought that maybe these things are false flags, and even though... Or, or
1: even, even if they're not false flags, people are being, you know, stupid, you know, lesser intelligent people are being manipulated into this behavior, and then you got people on Saraquil and Prozac and whatnot, and this stuff is never looked at. Of course, single-parent families are never looked at as well, but uh, you have people that want to blame all of their problems on someone else, and they make uh, easy dupes and, and fall guys for this stuff. Yeah,
0: and dude, it's just like there's always these weird connections in these shootings. They're always the witnesses always talk about three to four men in black Mm -hmm. fatigue walking in, shooting everybody. Uh, And then it gets whittled down to one guy that they automatically know where he is. They automatically know his social media. They automatically know everything about this guy. And then you start looking at their parents, especially these last two shootings. the, uh, The Dayton shooting and the El Paso shooting, both CIA and, and, um, Mossad connections, you and know, both see- of,
1: and both of them get arrested. Like it's nothing. Yeah. But and, you're a black guy and you're selling cigarettes and you get gunned down.
0: Yeah. Just and then so you peaceful. see that. Yeah. You know, wow. Every time the cameras just aren't working every time. Yeah. They're not working, not working. And the, yeah, have you ever done any wow. research into, uh, any kind of voice of God, Um, uh, like
1: uh, radio to brain type technology. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's some out there. Uh, who was it? Uh, oh goodness. Uh, Delgado was doing radio control research of cattle and dogs and cats and stuff like that back in the fifties and (laughs) sixties, Jose Delgado. I don't know how far they got with that. I wouldn't be surprised if they've taken it further to be able to beam, words straight into people. I mean, obviously, you hear people uh, proclaiming that they've been uh, chipped or whatever, but I don't know how much credence I give to that or not. Um, It's a lot easier to, you know, years ago, back in 2014, I renamed psychedelics suggestogens because the drugs cause hypersuggestion. And uh, it's a lot easier to give someone a a drug, you know, that causes hypersuggestion like LSD or ayahuasca or or psilocybe mushrooms or something, and then, uh, you know, get them to do things from that angle. And and they're not even aware of the level of suggestion that these substances cause. Like, if you've ever heard a Beatles song, for instance, it can impact the effect of the experience directly on these substances. And I had done a, a long write-up on this fact uh, years ago called Enthugens, What's in a Name? Whoa! How, uh, how the drugs cause that level of, suge- of hyper-suggestion.
0: So are you saying that the combination of the drug and the song has a certain effect?
1: It, it can. So if you've heard a particular song and you're expecting, you know, let's say you do LSD and you've heard Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds or whatever, or you've heard timothy leary's you know yapping mouth uh you you could have been programmed with the idea that the experience should have a religious outcome and uh so that is the experience that you'll have on it so let me just pull up an interesting little quote here from uh uh tim leary if i can just have a second to pull this up it gets pretty interesting though but uh let me see here oh wow i'm getting a bad feedback loop again there
0: not, uh, uh, we don't have anything on our well, end. Well, the Grateful Dead did the same thing. Like yeah. if you listen to Grateful so, Dead uh, on so that, it's better. So check this out. <laughs> so
1: this is this is uh, a video, and I just re re released it yesterday on my on my YouTube channel. But uh, Leary's hanging out with a bunch of the MK Ultra guys, and he says our undercover agents in Los Angeles were very cool about, uh, and they did more in a very laid back way and it's never been as popular as some of the other you know the buses running around the country painted in day glow talking about ken and the merry pranksters being undercover agents and then oscar janitor janiger replies yeah and then zinberg says that the visionary experience and all of the things that he was doing at harvard and the others his residents And the rest he was giving LSD to. They never had a visionary or ecstatic experience. That the whole thing was a California invention, he said. Leary replies, wonderful, they're right. Janiger says, the only time it happened was when you crossed the Colorado River. In other words, it was the California propaganda and the message that they were selling that, that it was a spiritual experience. And then, of course, they... Uh, uh, Professor Carl Ruck and uh, Gordon Wasson under MKUltra Subproject 58, came up came up with the name entheogen to help market the drugs to the kids. Originally, they were called schizophrenogens and psychotomimetics, you know, to to mimic schizophrenia or to create psychosis, to generate psychosis. And the kids didn't want to take schizophrenogens and and you know uh, psychosis mimicking drugs so then they renamed them to entheogens to make kids think that it was a god generating experience that you were having when it's all based on hyper suggestion
0: now what is the exact de- definition of hyper what was the word you use there hyper
1: hyper su- suggestion well what, it's, what's the definition it, of that well, all right. Well, you know, it's funny that you asked that, because when I created the, the term, I had to create the definition of the the word in the article. So I'll just read it for you guys uh, here. Just a second here. Let me pull it up. So a, a uh, suggestogen would be roughly defined as a substance or substances formerly known as hallucinogens, psychedelics, entheogens, schizophrenogens, psychotomimetics, etc., uh, and many other various names that have been used historically to suggest a person to someone else's will, off, often to do evil or bad while under the influence of sub- such substances, which generate hypersuggestibility in the taker. Hypersuggestibility is so increased by such substances that their mere name can affect the outcome of the experience of their use. Ah. Hence, plural suggestogens. Historically, in the 1950s and 60s, such substances. Were used in an attempt by men such as Aldous Huxley and Gordon Wasson, along with the CIA's MKUltra program, to recreate the biblical fall. And so, uh, you know, and then uh, let me just read you this quote by Marlene Dobkin de Rios. She's the former uh, professor of anthropology at Cal State Fullerton. And she states that psychedelic substances like ayahuasca create a state of hypersuggestibility in which persons are very open to being influenced by others. Many traditional cultures have utilized this condition to inculcate cultural beha- values and behaviors in young wow. people as they receive initiation into adulthood. In the West, countercultural values can be inculcated into young people when using these psychedelics, especially when using them in an antinomian context and of course antinomian means ever relating to the view that uh christians are released by grace from observing the moral law and so it's you know when you think of uh hyper uh, hypersexed drugged um fornicating in the mud to their rock idols you know like at woodstock or whatever you know you get at rock idols you know and no. it's like once you get once you get the term rock idols and you know you're not supposed to worship rock idols or idols made of stone and then they they put rock idols in front of the kids in Whoa. the form of uh musicians.
0: Wow. 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 It's crazy. So, so let me ask you something. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, maybe what you're saying in terms of what happened to me is true. Let's there was a time when I was really like not in a good place mentally when it came to my career. Uh, 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 some fan sent me and a former co-host some chocolate mushrooms. And I decided one day to go to a K-Rock acoustic Christmas. And I was really like in bad places where where uh, my career was in life. So I ate these shrooms to just enjoy what I thought was going to be this incredibly corporate event. I end up seeing, uh, prophets against rage, uh, prophets of rage, uh, all these bands that, uh, you know, uh, run the jewels, these bands I really like. So as I'm outside chilling, there comes this thought over my head that I am exactly where I need to be in life. I'm exactly where I need to be. My career is exactly where it needs to be. And ever since that moment, I've never had a real like, oh fuck, what am I doing with my life shit? I've really been kind of now, I'm not going to lie to you. There's, there's, there's struggles and other things. I'm not saying I'm a shaman water walker, dude. I mean, I'm like anybody. I have, I have my things. But in terms of that moment and that aspect of my life, my career, I've never really worried about anything from that. It is, and what you're saying is, could be 100 percent true i'm not saying it's not it probably is i'm not going to give you the benefit but is that bad at this point if if the result of that if
1: you're doing all right in your direction of life that's fine but the issue is is that in many people it causes a state of uh extended adolescence or arrested development essentially where they uh you know where they don't wake up and realize their full life's potential they're they're spending their life going to you know, parties and raves and doing drugs rather than building a business and a family and whatnot. And then when they hit their mid-40s, they go, oh, crap, I want kids and a family, but now it's too late, you know. I do get and so and, and that plays straight into the socialist agenda. You know, people that have families and large extended families, they don't need socialist mommy and daddy government to take care of them when they're older. You know, they, they and the extended family can take care of themselves. So you got to wipe out the family and you have, you know, single moms and this sort of stuff that that rely upon a check from the government every month that are really about the promotion of socialism and whatnot. So, you know, that's the ultimate goal. But if you're doing uh, well with, you know, what you're attempting in life, then, you know, then go with it. You know, I had back in the day I was offered to do. Uh, open mic night and stuff at the comedy store. I used to hang out down there with the guys a lot, and and uh, you know, it's uh, I just ended up choosing a different path. That's all.
0: No, I'm co- totally cool with that. Uh, again, was that, the that first was time
1: you did. Uh, was that the first time? No, you did shows?
0: I, I've done shrooms before, and <laughs> I I understand exactly what he's talking about. This pushing off of a, of uh, you know, of adulthood and staying in adolescence. I I I see there is. Some, I always say this, like sometimes um. You know when 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 comedians come to me and they give me career they ask for advice in their career I give them what I believe and then I give them the advice of what I saw successful people do or what they might term as successful like uh the Tom Segoras, the Joe Rogans and all these people that have had wonderful careers you know and I go what I I do when where I'm happy with it you know
1: throw your friends under the bus and then uh, run with their work <laughs> so so what
0: I do is uh what well, I see within groups is like in particular, like feminism. I see there is a lying of what is going on. And there's this towing the company line sometimes with like, get your do this. And then when you're almost 40 and you it's really hard to have kids. Now you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I had kids, you know, and well,
1: I, you know, Gloria, Gloria Steinem did, in fact, work for the CIA, by the way, I'm sure. glad you brought her up, you know, and she was a playboy bunny and whatnot. But I have a quote here from the former uh, uh, director of Central Intelligence. And he states, uh, this is from uh, William Colby. And he states, I might quote Miss Gloria Steinem, one of those so assisted, who commented that, quote, the CIA wanted to do what we wanted to do, present present a healthy, diverse view of the United States, end quote. I never felt that I was being dictated to at all. That's the former head of the CIA quoting Steinem, one of the the key founders of the feminist movement, about how the CIA was funding her whole feminism movement, you know, and that goes into the whole extended adolescence thing. And when you realize that, you know, like Karen Strauhan, for instance, she's done a lot of work exposing the farce that is uh, feminism, you know, Miss Magazine promoted that stuff as well. But then when you realize the ultimate goal is to destroy the family and interrupt things, and then, act like, you know, women are the victims of everything, you know, in life and men are the fault and we're the great suppressors and whatnot. Uh then you you begin to see the agenda. But, you know, it's it's promoted in in universities before women learn any critical thinking and whatnot. And then uh they they go around promoting all of this misandry and and thinking that uh they're doing society justice. And then you have this uh this what is it, uh, Me Too movement crap headed by you know, one of the worst uh, of them all, Bill Clinton and these people that were, you know, behind all of this stuff. You know, but uh, the the goal is to, you know, spin the blame. It's, it's all social engineering. For you know, sure. It's all form of eugenics. Like, there is a very interesting uh, planned uh, parenthood document that talks about them promoting a lot of these agendas called the Jaffa mem- uh, Memo. And in there they talk about how they're going to... Uh, educate for family limit, uh, limitation, encourage increased homosexuality, put fer- fertility control agents in the water supply. Uh, we also see that with soy formula and all of this kind of stuff. But uh, this is a, a document that was published by Planned Parenthood and uh, on March 11, 1969, by Frederick J. Jaffe, uh, vice president of Planned Parenthood. And they have all of these talking points in this document of what they're going to uh, promote to the population. We see all of that stuff happening now.
0: For sure. And I I, I agree with a lot of stuff you're saying, of course. I also want to ask you, you know, do you think that the whole traditional – Get married early, have kids, get a house, and like the misery that you see some people in, and that, and how like you get all these things that are like financially dependent upon you, which really restrict the the. Well, the ch- I'm a. Hold on, Yance, Let me finish my point. All right. Okay. Let me just finish. And that you move into these things where you get all these different, these debt collecting situations that really, really limit your ability to make some kind of decisions on things you wish you could do, whether it's career changing and all that stuff that you're stuck into this one kind of thing, this traditional way of movement of living. Is there any thought to that?
1: Well, you know, here's the thing is, you know, back before they wrecked the extended family, we had a whole support unit there, and it wasn't all about taking loans out and things like that. That's more of a modern situation. But, um, you know, I'm a parent, and it's the best thing that I've ever done is having kids. I don't regret having children. I would love to have more children, even though I'm getting a bit old, too. But, um, you know, here's the thing is you can get you know, caught in your career and do all of these things. And most people, when they hit later in life in their 40s, they look back and they go, crap, I'm too old to do these things. Now, women obviously have a, have a biological clock, and when they hit menopause, it's completely over for them, and they can't do it. So uh, is there, you know, family and a support group to help? Are you just out taking loans? Are you just out, you know, a single mom and you, you haven't established a solid relationship uh, to build up a strong family. And, and a lot of people, it's quite the opposite. When you have children, it encourages a higher work performance and higher output to not only take care of your children, you know, because you're taking care of more than just yourself. And, you know, a good alpha male knows that he has to provide for the family. You know, so, wow. uh, you know, a good alpha male is going to step up and, and increase production, whereas, you know, other people, slackers and whatnot, are going to, you know, run off and, and, you know, just be flipping burgers or whatever. And then, and then caught in a position where, where they might not do anymore. But then the question is, would they have ever done more?
0: But there are people who don't have kids that have done well.
1: I mean, like, and there I, are plenty of people who have kids and have done well, right?
0: And ha- and there are people who have tons of kids who crash and burn. I-, I get really nervous when we start putting into uh, like, you this equals success, this equals failure. I right. think well, what that-
1: I'm talking about is like the extended adolescence. See, what we what we're discussing here is planned eugenics and population control, and the whole goal, which these people talk about, you know, with Julian Huxley and these guys. They talk, and, and this Planned Parenthood document I was just reading from, they talk about using these specific agendas for that purpose.
0: For the, I, okay, I understand these are their goals. Like the, the internet, right? The internet was created. To be able to get uh, information from this fucking CERN to each other, these information, and then it was used to create, to be used as propaganda. Now it seems sure. like they're fucking crashing down on the fact that it's gotten away from them. So what I'm saying is that I get, I, I you know, I, I, have people, these conspiracy theorists out there screaming at me, oh, this guy doesn't have kids, he doesn't do that, he does. I'm not, I'm a happy man. I'm, am I perfect? I have my ups, I have my downs, I have my. Problems, I have my troubles. I'm I'm a happy guy. I'm not, and I'm not saying that I because I'm different. This is uh, your whole theory doesn't work. What I'm saying is when we start putting people into when things are put into boxes, you either got this right. or you're uh, all doing I'm it talking
1: wrong. Talking about is their stated agenda to get people to move away from having families and waiting until later on in life. Like let's say if you decide to settle down, let's say you're 50 years old and uh, you want to get married and have kids, you're going to be limited. Let's say if you were in your 30s, you would have had three. Now you might have one. Like I have a buddy who didn't realize that he wanted kids until his mid-50s, and so they were able to have one child and that's it you know and now he's like well he does have I wish kids I, I wish i started 20 years sooner i'm you know? with you on that but but you know if you if you don't have children it's hard to understand the experience as well but i'm not trying to bash on you or attack you personally <laughs> i'm just trying to uh clarify the eugenics agenda that's very clearly stated by people like julian huxley and uh margaret singer and uh you know these you know these people planned parenthood these people and what their stated goal was, you know, and they hate families. They promote socialism. And the best way to promote socialism is to get people caught up on a welfare system where they can't support themselves. They don't have the support of the extended family. And then when they get older in life, they're going to be reliant upon a socialist. System. I
0: understand that. I completely understand what you're saying, that there is a movement by these people to put out to destroy the family. I I agree with that, but I'm tell what I'm just trying to say is that not everybody that doesn't have kids is falling for this program. I would tell you that 90% ha- haven't even heard of this thing, and they're, and they're well, not they, doing they it. Don't,
1: that's just it. If, if people were aware of the program, it wouldn't be effective, right? They yeah. have to be unaware of the program, really, for it to have its best effect on society.
0: I understand you what know, you're if, saying. If
1: everybody knew that Julian Huxley and the CIA and these people were promoting a eugenics program, and it was all about hypersexualization and promoting drugs and birth control and all that stuff— It wouldn't work as a program. If everybody knew that the MK ultra program was the counterculture and sex, drugs, and rock and roll, it wouldn't have worked as a counterculture.
0: See what I'm saying? One hundred percent. I understand. It's like, it's like in the JFK movie where Joe, Joe, uh, (laughs) where they're like, the shooter doesn't even know he's the shooter. You know, like I completely understand what, what you are saying. I just get a little weird when we're like, hey, dude, the only way and the right way to do it is have family kids, house, home, in, and you're controlled by that stuff. And when I know people who've gotten married, had kids, and after a while, so there, go, fuck. Hold on, hold on side, dude. Let me finish my thought, man. That, And they're like, hey, man, I now I can't do anything. I can't do these things I really want to do. And maybe twenty 15 years later, like, yeah, I love my kids, but I never got to do all that stuff. I'm saying when we start putting shit in the boxes that we only have to do this, 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 and this that's when we start, it I just starts getting weird that like no matter what somebody does, they're falling for a, a fucking deep state game. And at the end of the day, it's like you just have to find happiness. And if happiness is having kids, have fucking kids, man. But if happiness is like traveling the world and seeing everything and having no anchor down, then go have no anchor down. I I'd like this notion that there's only one way to live under the fucking sun. You can it's also ridiculous. travel
1: the world with kids too I've but done you that can't myself, without you know?
0: kids and it's perfectly fine yeah but as a 26 <laughs> year old as a 26 year old do you know how expensive it is to have a kid i can't imagine it my 18 year old cousin is having a kid yeah and i love him with all my heart but that kid's nope. life choices have been completely and utterly limited yeah. And I got a brother of mine who's 42, has no kids, travels the world, and bangs strippers all day. Both of them, at the, when they take their last breath, are going to be fuck, man. I either did this right or I did this wrong. When we start putting people into boxes because of a fucking memo, well, what, I, we what suck I'm saying weird.
1: is it's not a box. You can study the eugenics agendas and documents we can study and all day they're specifically on it. promoting that. We you, you're, taking, you're, you're taking it like I'm attacking you personally. No, 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 no.
0: I'm, no. Not. I'm not. I'm not. Because I,
1: Before we started God. the show, I had no idea if you had children or not. So I, all I'm cool. stating is I'm just you know, saying, what the eugenicist agenda You're saying agenda there's was. a
0: certain way, and I'm saying that's where we get in the fucking problems when we start saying that this is the way to do it. Regardless of lizard people have a memo saying they're breaking this up. The truth is that happiness is the end. And some people have happiness with children, and some people don't. And that's the end of the sure. day. That's it. So, But so, if you
1: don't have children, you can't know, and that's th- That's the
0: fine. Yeah. That's fine. But you don't know what it's like to be in your 40s and have kids and travel the world. That's where we're at.
1: Because for every person you uh, say I, you I, talk I, to— I have kids, and I've traveled the world. I took my son to Peru with me for over on month. But you've never and, done and it without not, kids. So. For every person, you know, that we doesn't can, have we kids can
0: move on, you know, we can, okay. we can
1: switch because we're, we're just, we're focused on this one issue here and I'm not trying to cause an argument with you.
0: Well, I love you the and I appreciate you coming on my show. It's just like, I just feel like we, I on the show do a lot of fucking just like let people live their lives. Yes. There is a deep state that wants to break up the family. I fucking understand that. And I respect that. I, we will move on. But at the end of the day, it's like, I want people to live their life. And that's all. That's all I've ever wanted. Well, I want to get into MK Ultra, and I want to get into the deepness of it. Where does the whole program start?
1: Well, 1950. Well, if you want to go back to the real beginnings of it, have you ever heard of a book called The Brave New World? Yes. Okay, that's uh, written by Aldous Huxley in the 1930s. That's the blueprint for what eventually became the MK Ultra program.
0: And it was basically about how can we... Because I've heard, I've read memos, I've read all the stuff that basically we want to create a, a, a basically a person that we can control, and that yeah, even... a,
1: so- a society of al of uh, of uh, alphas, betas, deltas, epsilons, and uh, you know where where people no longer have their own children and families. Everybody is born from a from a test tube, and uh, everybody is given a drug called Soma that is both a psychedelic and a birth control drug and everybody is hypersexualized, and, uh, everybody's, you know, lives life very robotic and, uh, you know, uh, natural birth for instance is considered like totally, uh, an ancient, uh, outrageous idea because everybody's born in a, in an incubator and, uh, or in a, you know, from a test tube and whatnot. Parents don't exist anymore. And, this became the foundation of the blueprint, as well as Huxley's book, Island, for the CIA's MKUltra program. And then, uh, you know, so Huxley, well, the whole Huxley family has been involved in this agenda since the mid-1800s. Uh, Thomas Henry Huxley, who was Darwin's propagandist, was the, uh,
0: uh,
1: one, one of the first people behind this agenda. You know, he, he was called Darwin's bulldog. Go ahead.
0: And is, now, is there any rumor that Darwin was a Freemason?
1: I don't know if he was a Freemason or not. He later came out and said a lot of his work was probably wrong. Julian Huxley and and uh, you know the scholars since then have had to basically completely rework and rewrite his theory. It's not even Darwin's theory anymore. What we have today, but they still call it Darwinism. You know, it's they they came out with the the new synthesis, the new new synthesis, et cetera. But uh, they're constantly, you know, like uh, Pigliucci, et cetera, the, you know, 10 years ago, they rewrote the whole theory again, trying to update it. But there's a lot of problems with, uh, you know, Darwin's original theory. But, uh, you know, uh, Julian Huxley rewrote one of the uh, uh, new versions of it before he died. And, but his, their grandfather was uh, the original propaganda manager, and they created a team called the, the X-Team, which is where we get the, you know, or the X Club, and then that became like X Men and X comic series and all this stuff. But they, holy shit, uh, he created an X team who went into, and it was eight scholars who went into universities where they promoted uh, Darwin's agenda at the academic level, and then that's how it was seeded into society. And then so when we get uh, uh, here, let me pull up this uh, X Club here. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, so we have the X Club. And uh, Thomas Henry Huxley founds it. It had guys like Edward Franklin and George Bus, Herbert Spencer, etc. But all of these guys are who went out into the public to seed it. Then that goes into the you know the comics like by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, etc. With the with the X Men, and then you you can see it in other places like SpaceX and all of these things. It's yeah. all a continuation of the same idea and
0: it's uh it's all from the top it's all people you know i get into this you know i mean we just see this being played out like eddie bravo comes on all the time he talks about how like space is being pushed on the children dinosaurs are being pushed on the children at the earliest. I used to have a joke about, like, they shouldn't teach religion until college. And they should have some religious fair where you get to meet all the different religions and you get to pick one you want. I mean, you look at your religion and your stuff like that. You know, it's probably the only thing besides your name that your parents pick on you. It's all about indoctrinating very early. Because yeah, if they waited till 2 or 21, no one would do it. Yeah. It'd, it'd be like, it'd fuck be, this. Well, You know,
1: yeah. it's also understanding. You know, I've, I've spent years studying various religions. I I've have written books on Christianity and Shamanism and all of this stuff, but you know Christianity is based on Truth is God. Islam is based on Will is God, and uh, you know so like the Satanist Creed is Do What Thou Wilt is the whole of the law, and then Jesus is the Way, the Truth, the Life, etc. But you know it's it's you know understanding what the core is. It's not you know when you understand, for instance, that Christianity places Truth is God, it puts a whole new perspective on it but uh you know uh, it's it's not it's it's you know free society actually comes from christianity and a lot of people don't understand that like all the freedoms that we have today come out of christianity and i used to write uh horrific books against christianity etc and then i you know and then i uh, started studying a little bit more deeply and once I, once i got my mind around what logos was like logos media and once you get that logos is where we get the word logic from, Logic is the uh, art of non-contradictory identification or truth. You know, and so once you get that it's all about truth and that logic comes from logos or the word, you know it brings a whole new understanding to what it is but you know if you're thinking if it you know it's a guy on a throne floating in space it kind of sounds pretty ridiculous you know right and then we and then we're given this image of santa claus that uh, totally <laughs> convolutes things right
0: right 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 it's interesting i like you know it's like i get into like uh you know um, the Jesuits, what role they had in creating all these different kind of religions, you know, like a lot Absolutely. of things we, we uh, associate with Christianity comes from the Jesuits in the 1500s, the Vatican coming out in the 1500s creating this eternal damnation what role does the black Cuba Saturn have in all this, with these attributes that are actually black Cuba Saturn is is projected onto this dude named Satan and all this stuff and,
1: oh, and the well and the cobblestone and Mecca, et cetera, that's all uh, related, you know. That's a whole other other rabbit hole, though, that you can go down for a long time.
0: For sure. But what we see now is this – I know – I've always been saying, I go. Let's take a look at like the Nazis. Let's take a look at like what came from that when the Nazis were beaten. Where'd they go to the Vatican and what happened with the Nazis? They entered an expansion draft, and you know Britain, Russia, United States started picking their favorite Nazis. And you know some of those Nazis came over and created not only NASA but created the CIA. And then you take a look at how many organized crimes in the Western culture are straight up Catholic, like they have a Catholic background. So now you have the CIA which has naz- nazis connections which is very much connected to the jesuits and now you have the fucking ma- the mafia which has christian i mean catholic fucking background so you got these jesuits playing both sides of the law and how crazy but, that is
1: and you should uh look up uh the grand mufti of palestine and hitler you know hitler's largest uh, waffen ss uh, military division was uh the uh, Hanjar Division, and they had over thirty thousand people, and that was all Islamic, and that's a big thing that they never talk about. But a lot of uh, right. you know, Hitler was va- very favorable to uh, Islam as well. And uh, but Islam is a rabbit hole that most people never study. You know, they think it's the religion of peace. What? What, what is the religion of peace about Islam is that when they either subjugate everyone or kill all of the kafir non-believers, then the world will be at peace. That's how it's the religion of peace.
0: But how do you come to grips with the fact that we are bombing the fuck out of the Middle East and this war? When you
1: read their own texts and how they openly state that they want to kill all non-believers, 51% of the Quran, for instance, is about killing and subjugating non-believers. And then it starts giving you a whole new perspective of what the religion is about. Hey, I'm Armenian. But you got you to sit down and read their stuff. I mean, their, their Sharia texts, their uh, Tasfir, et cetera, it's... it's uh, pretty hairy stuff. They're not, you know, they're not just, you know, innocent, poor victims. That's, in fact, we have imams, uh, videos of imams talking about how they're intentionally PRing all of that. There's a a really good, I should, you know, send it to you sometime, but there's a really good uh, video clip of these imams talking straight up about how they're going to use uh, Palestine to promote a humanitarian agenda to get everybody to think that they're the poor victims.
0: But, with that we are bombing the fuck out of them correct
1: yeah and uh they are you know let's see every two days for the last year or two in europe they've blown up churches they you know they kill people all over the all over the place doing terrorist attacks and stuff but you got to realize that that is part of their religion their religion is about killing the kafir but
0: we are bombing i mean like if we had to go in the last 20 years the percentage of Muslims that killed Christians versus Christians who have killed Muslims. What would you put that at?
1: You would be frightened. Like in the last couple of months, there's been over 20,000 Christians killed in Africa alone. You would be frightened to realize how many uh, Christian groups are attacked throughout Africa, the Middle East, uh, you know, Iran, Iraq, etc. I'm constantly getting articles about these attacks Um, You had, you know, the attack in uh, in Sri Lanka recently. This is a very common thing just because we don't hear about much of it in the media in the West doesn't mean it's not a regularly occurring event. It's actually, you know, there are constant. In fact, there was just an article that came out a few days ago about uh, if Trump was going to step in and help a large uh, group of Christians in Syria from getting killed by the Syrian government.
0: Okay. I understand that. I, I, I will everything you're I saying. I don't right now know is the true. exact statistics, but, but you gotta realize you every
1: Muslim country out there used to be a Christian nation. They've all been dominated and conquered. All of the cities that are mentioned in the Bible that, that like Paul wrote to, right. those cities are gone because they were conquered by Islam.
0: Right. I mean, I'm Armenian. I know about the slaughter of the Turks and, uh, and what they did. I perfectly understand that what Islam can do. But I'm saying right. is what the United States doing to the Middle East by dropping bombs every 12 seconds. Is that any higher I, of enlightenment? I, I would have to
1: see the proof of that. But I think, you know, what when you understand what Islam is really about, most of it's probably justified. Yes.
0: Oh, OK, man.
1: I'm OK. OK. <laughs> oh, I love it, dude. You are you know, welcome. Fifty one percent hey. of the religion is about killing and subjugating non believers No other religion has a belief that they have to kill non-believers. No other religion is like that. They are the only one that the ones that believe that they have to kill or subjugate or turn everyone else into demis, which means that like Christians in Muslim countries have to pay a uh, a tax, and they're called demis, but they have to pay a tax to stay in those countries. They're not allowed to defend themselves. They're not allowed to state anything about Islam, etc. And if they do, they can be subjugated and killed for doing so. And that's just, you know, that's part of the religion itself. No other religion has these restrictions. You know, like I said, it's it's the re- it's the a religion based on will. You know, Allah is will. It's not like, you know, a lot of people th- confuse islam as you know having the same god as christianity they're totally different christians worship truth is god muslims worship will is god
0: so when you hear that these you know let's take iran and when they had a moderate uh president there and we throw a coup and throw in a fucking complete and utter insane
1: Ayatollah Khomeini I don't know about the politics of the 70s I was like six when but that doesn't change it
0: dude that doesn't change it because you weren't around the point is we went in there we fucking installed a crazy person so we had a moderate in there you see pictures of of a fucking moderate Iran and then you see a picture of a fucking crazy now I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong but to sit there and say that we haven't had a hand in this i don't like any well, killing I'm not
1: saying we're totally innocent of stuff what we're not I'm even innocent at all that little bit religion, or a lot of it we are
0: we have instituted a fucking extremist out there to fit a war agenda
1: now what you're you telling? do you know what a muslim extremist is you tell me because all I know is that they're on the payroll. All I know is they they're on the payroll. The good the good Muslims are what we would call the extremists. They follow what the Quran okay. and Sharia and the Hadith actually say. Okay. The, the bad Muslims are the ones that we get along with. Okay, so listen. So we find out that Al-Qaeda,
0: ISIS, and all these guys that are on our payroll... They're on our payroll. A large amount of them. These these beheading videos, they've discovered that the CIA was paying a British PR company to make them. Mm
1: These are no, par- I, I, the Muslim Brotherhood or ISIS was created by the Muslim Brotherhood. Unfortunately, the, Muslim, we, unfortunately, the ISIS was Muslims created like when John we went in illegally into
0: Iraq. And oh, and John Brennan, the you third,
1: got, you got to be careful of thinking, you know, see the the idea is there's this victim mentality that Islam doesn't there's do no anything victim, and man. everything. That's if you're telling me that Islam is, is
0: bad, I will listen to you. I just cannot hear that we are above all that when we've done all this killing, man. We've done so much. We went in Iraq under false pretenses. We took out the entire government when you're only supposed to take out the head. That whole group of the bath party or the other side, what it's bath and. I'm
1: not, I didn't say we're innocent. I didn't support they, what George Bush did either. You but, know? But, but these when are you real read roles. What the religion is actually about. You don't think you'll rethink everything. I'm you not know?
0: saying I hate all religious extremism at all. And that's fine if you're telling me that. I think the Jesuits created all this shit, pulled all that stuff in there to create a people that's just chaos. But you cannot take away from what we've done there. And we are the Christian nation. you can't nation. take away
1: from what they've done. Do you know why Thomas Jefferson created the U.S. Marine Corps? Why? specifically to fight against Islam because they kept capturing our but sailors. But you weren't
0: around then, Jan, so why do you care? You weren't around then.
1: You don't do know you, anything do realize, about that. Do you realize that Islam... You weren't around. Europe. That Wait, doesn't matter. Let me matter. ask you this. Do you realize that Islam invaded Europe 500 times before the Christian Crusades to right. stop them? Right, right, right. And, is, and yes. it took millions of slaves? And we invaded
0: this area, slaughtered the natives. We go, I'm like, dude, I'm, my point is, man, everybody's got blood on them. That's my no, point. What I'm
1: saying is 500 invasions into Europe, yeah. taking millions of slaves. OK, uh, you know, I, I, granted, there's a lot of propaganda out there that we should hate our own country and our own. I don't hate America. That.
0: I love America. I love America. You know, but but the anti-Islam fucking shit is why right. we're bombing the fuck out of everybody. This anti-Islam shit. And, you know, you could say we. Inv- it's they inv- not
1: anti-Islam stuff. You it read is, their man. own books. Read their own books. It's, do, the Muslim Do you realize the Muslim Brotherhood, the largest terrorist yes. organization in the world, has a hundred million members? Right, one hundred million.
0: Yeah. Dude, how can you call of the them size a bigger the terrorist, group States, the terrorist group than the neocons? We are bombing the fuck out of how many countries? We are selling weapons that to a, a country that is bombing the fuck out of Yemen. We are complicit in genocide in Yemen. We are complicit, Christians. And,
1: and how much and how much terrorist activity is Yemen doing as well? You have to look at both sides. Oh, you know, dude. I I get. I get the propaganda that's out there it's that's sold propaganda. to us. Dude, It's not propaganda. It's actually God. happening. We are dude, doing it. All of this is being sold by their side as a humanitarian crisis. we bar- if- are you? Hold on. Stop. Yance, are you saying we are not? We are not in
0: about six wars in the Middle East, bombing the. Fu- are you going on the record right now and saying we are
1: not bombing them? I didn't say we are not No, are you saying we are or not? Are you saying we are or not?
0: Are you saying we are not? That's you, all I got. Well, I'll listen to you on this. I, I, I already answered no, you. No, are you saying yes or are you saying I not?
1: I already answered you. If you actually studied what Islam was, you wouldn't think they were the poor victims anymore. If you actually read their own text, you would go, oh my God, hey, what is this?
0: Johns, if they attacked us, I would say wipe them off the fucking map. I am an okay, Armenian. So remember they I was attacked killed.
1: Us of, what about, uh, what, what was it, 2001? What? 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 No. Oh, come
0: on, dude. Come on. You know that was inside. You know that was done by the neocons. And, and, and you know it's who, it was funded by them.
1: Okay, so if you believe it's only your own government that did that, Nope, I think that it's
0: Israel, them, Saudi Arabia as well.
1: Does that benefit them or us if you believe that our government did it?
0: Well, I don't know. I, I, there's a direct quote from Netanyahu says who says 9-11's been, been very good for us.
1: You know, and of course, everybody wants to point at the, uh, you know, the, the 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 dancing Jews or whatever and right. then say, well, that's evidence that that they didn't do it. But how come every year Muslims have huge celebrations over 9-11? I don't know. Maybe because we're I bombing the pocket. fuck out of them. Well, how come their own imams talk about selling this whole agenda as a humanitarian crisis?
0: Because we're fucking funding extremists. And I'm not saying what you're saying isn't right. I'm not saying
1: I'm saying if you get in and look at their own text and information, you'll rethink everything, dude.
0: I understand what you're saying and I'm telling you I'll read it and you'll be holy shit it, it,
1: but that does not since January we've done 15 shows with an Islamic terrorism expert exposing all of this stuff. right
0: but listen dude you you cannot deny that it is being funded that the these ISIS people Jan's how come ISIS is not in any country that we get along with how come they apologize they, to israel
1: they, they busted in a, they busted in an isis terrorist cell here in uh, southern california several months ago yeah uh here's, here's a clip from november 17 hold on stop that's
0: not what um, i said that's Jersey, disingenuous Islam. i go how come they haven't attacked one of our allies the only one they hit was israel they and they apologize to, to, to israel they apologize to israel
1: they, apologize. Dude, they attack our allies constantly. What? What, about, Who? Like, what about Notre Dame and stuff getting attacked recently? Oh, yeah. And that the, you didn't see the guys
0: setting the fires up? You didn't yeah, see exactly.
1: that? And, he, and uh, did so you, you know, see that they were Muslims? Check out that. I just sent you a link. Check that out. Oh, I love uh, Dude,
0: can I just say something to you right now? I love you, dude. And I want you on all the time. This is what I love. I love a debate like this, okay? I'll do this all the time. I have nothing but love. This is one of my favorite conversations. I'll do this with you all the time. I wholeheartedly good. disagree with the fact that you refuse to admit the invisible hand that the United States government has. I
1: agree with has- you 100% and then I started investigating their own texts and their own beliefs and what they're doing and uh, realized that I was wrong. If you had asked me this in January before we started this 15-part series on Islam, I would have agreed with you but i've sent i've sent you two clips there to check out and uh when you have a ch- when you have a chance check out those clips because i think it'll open your eyes as to how they are playing up the victim status to fall for our you know uh you know uh, humanitarian appeals you know to get us to fall for the the humanitarian appeal
0: so so you're saying that um okay i'm not saying I don't, I personally don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I would tell you that there is a section of that group, or you can even tell me a large section of that group, which is saying death to the infidels. I will understand. I'm also saying that there is a large, deep, dark, fucking dark, uh, budget, black budget movement to fund all this shit. Which allows these groups of this military industrial complex to make a lot of money bombing the fuck out of them. Lo- we are losing money. Now, I maybe man can't, mankind cannot live in peace. Maybe there will always be war. Or maybe at the top there's this group that's getting us all the fight with us. I don't think what you're saying is mutually exclusive from what I am saying, but I am telling you it is ridiculous to
1: sit there and go, "We have no hand in the mass slaughter of what's going on." Is that what I said? But how many? Okay, look, you know, when you look at how many countries have been taken over, even in the last recent decades, by Islam. That they believe in killing and subjugating all non-believers. Okay. Uh, when you when you realize that they did 500 invasions into Europe before we invaded Islam twelve times in the Crusade But you don't
0: care about cru- history before, before you're born,
1: Yon. How how they were the victims. But never mind the the uh, you know the 500 attacks. Yans, in the did, uh, Israel them. Dude, Dude, did, did Israel there, create there Hamas? Did Israel create Hamas? There is a very serious. Did Israel create Hamas? What's that? Did Israel create Hamas? Absolutely not. But oh, that you're is crazy part of the propaganda. You're that crazy is theory. part of the propaganda. That is that one of the conspiracy, conspiracy theories that they want you to believe. Okay. Because what it does is it makes you believe that the Muslims are poor victims. No. I, 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 hey, yep. dog. In, in Israel,
0: are you telling me that the Palestinians I, right I there— I know
1: the conspiracy theory well. I just sent you another link. <laughs> uh, we've done an entire series. I will put all these series. links in the thing. Look. We've done an entire series going into Islam and all of this stuff. We've done 15 shows so far with an Islamic terrorism expert, Lloyd DeYoung. I just sent you the link on that as well. You guys have Sam Harris on to too, and refute refute the evidence <laughs> that we provided there. Yeah, I can't believe the Islamic terrorist expert is agreeing with you. The, everybody thinks that the Muslims are the poor victims of the Jews. That is the most common propaganda conspiracy theory out there.
0: So what so what you're saying right now is as we have a group, one group that gets funding from all these western countries, and another group which has their electricity, their water, everything else fucking controlled, okay. no weapons, now, no nothing.
1: That's, that's totally false, dude. We that's did not- on last week's show, we did an an analysis and breakdown of all of the Islamic funding into American universities, into propaganda. Did you know that that uh, Saudi Arabia pays three times more in propaganda than the Soviet Union ever did. Saudi Them Arabia? Alone. I'm totally uh, cool, Xavier. All of these little countries. Dude, our last show with Saudi Dhan, Arabia we did an entire breakdown and analysis of the actual monetary numbers of who is fi- financing what. I'm with you, dude. I 40, can't
0: stand Saudi Arabia. 47
1: times more money was coming from the Islamic countries than from Israel. 47 times.
0: And why is Trump selling arms to Saudi Arabia?
1: Well, that's a really good question that should be answered, isn't Thank it? you. But we also have to look at the facts of that. Okay.
0: What do you mean the facts of that? What are the facts of oh, that?
1: You know what? Well, we have to understand things like what do they know that we don't know? We assume that we have all of the answers, but we have to look at things more deeply. Okay. All
0: right. And what do you think could be out there that we don't know that would change the perspective that— The government has constantly tried to veto selling uh, drugs and selling arms to Saudi Arabia, and our president has vetoed it over and over again. What what part of that? He vetoed... our government or the Senate or the Congress try to pass a law that would end selling arms to Saudi Arabia, our president... Okay, well,
1: I would have to look into that more, so that's a good point. I'll look into that more. Do you have a citation? You can send me for that.
0: I will. I will. I'll send it to you. I, listen, I'll send it to you. I'll send. Go to DuckDuckGo, I'll find it, and I'll send it to you. Um <laughs> I'll send it to you. I love but, you, dude. You
1: know, I would recommend you check out the stuff I sent you because I think it's really eye opening, you know. And I believe just like you, you know, seven, eight months ago, and I really had my eyes opened on on what is actually there versus what I thought.
0: Okay. I'm cool with that. Uh listen, I have to say this to you. I love this. I love this. I will do this. If I could do a show like this all the time, two people passionate about their view, I would do this. I I I want this show to be people discussing their fucking views. I'm not here in life to have conversations with people I only agree with. I'm not that at all. I am open to it all. Sure. Here, come on, talk. I have nothing but love for you, and I hope you leave this interview understanding that this was a fun conversation. And in no way do I ever have any ill will towards you at all, or think anything bad about you. You are the door is open to you to come on the show anytime you want i love this thank
1: you i appreciate that
0: and you dude i wish you nothing but love and listen dude we're going to disagree but that doesn't mean like there's any ill will or uh you Still,
1: check out the facts and you know base your decision on the facts not what we're told to believe because that's what i did for a long time and then when i actually started working with the terror terrorism expert and going through 32 hours worth of primary documentation It was very eye opening and I had to rethink everything.
0: I respect that. Can you please tell our fans where they can find you uh, and anything you want to promote to them?
1: Sure. Logosmedia.com, L O G O S media.com. Click on the uh, support button there on the website. Also, uh, you know, we go through listener supports. You know, there's a Patreon link there on that page as well. But uh, I have a large. uh, uh, channel on YouTube with about, I don't know, about the same number of subscribers as you, about 66,000 subscribers. And there you go. That show right there that you just showed on screen, Come that's down, the one down. where we go into all the finances on Islam. Recommend people check that out and all the shows that I've done with Lloyd and Todd on Islam and their money and funding, etc. Uh, very eye-opening stuff. But uh, everything is there on the website and on my YouTube channel. And, uh, just go there and check it out. And, uh, you know, click the, click the, uh, subscribe and like buttons on our YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, appreciate you having me on and want we'll to do this again. All the
0: time. You are welcome back. I'm sure. I'm going to hear about how I'm a deep state chill or whatever I am. But at the end of the day, I love this conversation. I love the passion. And I will have you on a thousand times all the time, anytime. So thanks for coming on, bud. I appreciate you. Uh, and we'll do it again soon, guys. Uh, I appreciate you, XG. Aaron, thank you. And we'll do it again soon. Take care, everybody.
1: You too. Say hi to Eddie for me. For sure.